Jamie here at KUCI. Just want to let you know that some of the material heard here may be deemed inappropriate for some listeners. If you feel you may be offended, please tune out now. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Un futuro brillante empieza con un estilo de vida saludable. ¡Pinocho! Y la pirámide alimenticia le ayudará a encontrar el balance correcto de todo lo que usted y su niño necesitan. Granos, vegetales, frutas, aceites, leche y carnes y frijoles. ¡Me voy a portar bien! Solo hay que comer bien, ser activo y lograr el balance. ¡Eso es, Tino! Visite MyPyramid.gov para saber más. Es MyPyramid.gov. Este mensaje es traído para usted por el Departamento de Agricultura y el Ad Council. Le voy a decir a mi papá que tú no me prestas tus juguetes. Dile, mi papá es más fuerte que el tuyo. No, porque el mío tiene brazos gigantes. Y el mío vuela. Y el mío se hace invisible. Mi papá tiene visión de rayos. O estos niños son de verdad hijos de superhéroes o ven a sus papás como tal. Pero tú no eres un superhéroe. Visita al doctor con regularidad para mantener una buena salud. Y así podrás cuidar a los que sí te ven como un superhéroe. Para más información, visita ahrq.gov. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud y Servicios Humanos. Good morning and welcome to this August 30th, 2012 edition of Hippocrates Now on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are broadcasting live from the University of California campus in Irvine, streaming on the web at www.kuci.org. It's always available via podcast. You can find a link to this podcast and others by logging on to www.kuci.org slash talk, scrolling down to this show or any of the others, and clicking the link that takes you directly to our podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Tang, and you're listening to Hippocrates Now. We're dedicated to the science of medicine and fitness each Thursday morning. I'm here bringing you very interesting information, interviews, articles, and clips about the latest and most up-to-date thinking about fitness, medicine, and your health. I'm also here to take your call, so feel free to call on the KUCI 949-824-5824. Once again, that's 949-824-5824, or you can email me at N-C-T-A-N-G at K-U-C-I dot org with questions, comments, or suggestions. So on with the show. Today we have a very special guest. Her name, she goes by the name of Lux Cebu. So welcome to the show, Lux. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. It's our pleasure, actually, as an audience together. And if you wouldn't mind, please introduce yourself. Just give us a little introduction. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, um, my name is Lux. And I, um, I model, act, dance, um, do, do a lot of stuff in the uh, entertainment industry. So, um, so, yeah, that's what I do full-time, and I love it. So you pretty much do everything that <laughs> any, everyone, anyone or everyone in the entertainment industry would ever want to do, so that's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, just uh, trying to be as well-rounded as possible. <laughs> very cool. I'm very impressed already. So, um, is that your real name, Lux, or is that something you can't say? No, Lux is, it's been my nickname for years, uh, but I adopted it as my uh, professional name in the industry just because it's stuck and um, it just, it's something that everyone has called me anyway. <laughs> so, I I would just roll with that because the only people that usually call me, I joke that, um, only my parents and the police call me by my government name. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, like I run with Lux. I like it. So, what do you call like your children, like Deluxe or like you know? Oh no. No. <laughs> that wouldn't work. No, I would give them normal names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, Lux is actually um, it was actually given to me because she was a character in a novel um, that that we were reading around the time and. Everyone felt like my personality had fit her, so, so um, I ran with Lux for, gosh, since high school. <laughs> well, it's been working, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it fits, and it's stuck, and i um, not getting rid of it anytime soon, so. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I think she'd keep it. It's very, very unique, and uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, it'll get you far. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Great. So, I've been reading your blog bio. Yeah. And you say that you're you're naturally shy, which is which is kind of funny, given that you're in such a career that requires you to be the opposite of shy. Right. Yes, I am naturally shy. Um, I had to go through um, extensive training in um, in acting classes and theater classes to kind of get me to the point where I am now. I, at one point, I think one of my uh, one of my professors made me recite a monologue to a poster of Beavis and Butthead on the wall <laughs> because I kept on looking at the ground, and I still I still look at the ground sometimes. It's just it's habit, you know, making that uh, making that eye contact. It's just something that I've always had um, had little difficulties with. You know, I'm usually when I'm out and about, I just keep to myself. So so yeah, but when I have to uh, when I have to perform or be on stage or, you know, be on camera, that's when, you know, Lux comes in. <laughs> Living the double life. Yes, absolutely. But it, it's hard making an eye contact, it really is. I mean, even for, even for, I mean, celebrities or, I mean, talk show personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say for one for myself, I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty shy person myself, but like you said, I mean, when you're doing your job or... Right. You got to be someone yeah. else. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, um, besides taking extensive, I mean, going undergoing extensive, as you say, <laughs> yeah. work to make yourself not so shy. Um, right. How how did you get into modeling and acting and the like? Well, um, I started off doing uh, like choir and church. Um, my mom put us through dance and uh, piano lessons, also figure skating. So um, that that kind of like the involvement in the arts, it kind of naturally evolved. Um, I wanted to do more um, more acting. I really fell in love with situation comedy. So um, modeling came about because my mother insisted because I was already tall. Um, by the time I was 15, I was already about 5'7". Wow. So she really wanted me to do modeling, and I said, no, I'm not doing modeling. I'm not interested in it. You know, I want to do acting. So we came to um, we came to an agreement. She would, she would take me to my acting classes all the way in Los Angeles and pay for them if I promised that I would... Um, that I would try modeling for a while, and she had put me through a um, a program through uh, through Barbizon Models, and they taught me how to like do stage makeup and speaking and walking, everything. So, <laughs> so I had a I kind of went through like a model boot camp, if you will, <laughs> to 
to kind of get the basics because, I mean, I was so awkward as a teenager. I was not not model material, especially, you know, especially for being so shy. So that's kind of how I fell into modeling. I left it to pursue college and a career and came back, um, came back about sometime last year, kind of reinvented. So you had a little hiatus, finished getting yeah. your degrees, and you came back, and now you're back with full force, and great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I went to school for, um, I went to school for marketing, so it was, uh, it was a different, it was a different, um, element added into, uh, into my career for, uh, for modeling. So that's how it kind of became more of a brand and a career rather than just a hobby. Yeah, I was about to say, does that make you more of like a more savvy in like in the entertainment industry? Does that make you more of a businesswoman? Absolutely, yeah. I, I definitely feel more confident about um, about pursuing uh, pursuing the entertainment. Uh, currently, I've been doing all of my bookings, all of my marketing, all of my web design, and all of my management by myself. So, um, so it definitely, definitely gave me the, uh, the tools to be as successful as possible on my own. But it's at that point right now where I'm considering management because right now all the, all the bookings have gotten a little overwhelming, you know, which is great, but, you know, it's time to start, it's time to start considering management. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually, I, I mean, to do it all by yourself is quite a lot of work and, Perhaps you can get someone to do it for you. I'm sure you wouldn't have a problem doing that. Right. Help you out a bit. So, you were talking about situation comedy. You said you were you were a fan of situation comedy, but you were hoping to also be a, an actor in uh, in any situation comedy series. Or is that is that a possibility in the future? Will we be seeing you on like the remake of Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Like Lux comes in the show, makes a cameo. Gosh, I hope so. I'm uh, I'm kind of dabbling back into acting. It was um, when uh, last year when I came when I uh, came back into the entertainment industry and started working again. I was really happy because one of my first gigs was a commercial with Nick Swartzen, the comedian who was also on um, Reno 911, and he had that movie called um, Bucky Larson, Born to Be a Star. So. Um, I had no idea what, I was just told to come to this commercial audition, it needed, you know, it needed a blonde that, you know, it was going to be broadcast across the U.S., so I went, and then I didn't find out until I got the call sheet the day of that I was going to be working with Nick Swartzen, who's hilarious, and he definitely, um, he definitely was interesting to work with. He's very, uh, I kind of caught wind from one of the producers that he's unpredictable, he likes to improv. So, um, so I was just prepared for anything, and I think at one uh, at one point he improved um, with his character by um, uh, sniffing my breast <laughs> on camera. Oh wow! And they actually kept that in that commercial, and it was shown on uh, it was shown on um, Adult Swim, kind of around the Family Guy episode. <laughs> so when I finally saw the commercial, I said, "Oh my god." Because I told my mom to watch it, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe they get that. But you know, it was funny and it was a great experience. So I hope to do more. Uh, I hope to do more comedy and situation comedy in the future. So. Oh, and we hope to see more. <laughs> yeah. 
very excited. I mean, I'm excited at least, uh, and I hope my audience is excited, to say the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just, that's very cool. And I, I think, for the most part, just being spontaneous when you're in the industry is a good thing. And um, just going with the flow. And, yeah. So, on to the fitness of things. Yeah. I've always wondered, how do models or, you know, personal trainers that are in the public eye... How do they stay so picture-perfect fit? I know they have, I know they use like spray tan bottles or spray on abs and stuff for pictures and shoots at least, but I mean, I'm sure they're, they're just as fit outside of, you know, out of the camera. So how do you stay fit? Well, um, a lot of staying fit um, is definitely, for, for myself personally, a lot of staying fit is eating healthy and exercise. Unfortunately, for for most, it you know, unfor- unfortunately for me, you know, my genetics, you know, I'm half Filipina, so um, I love to eat. <laughs> I'm very curvy, so it's a little more difficult um, for me to uh, be as disciplined as I could be, so that I'm as fit and as in shape as possible for my gigs. But um, for models, a lot of models I know naturally. They're, you know, fit. They could, you know, they could eat an all-you-can-eat buffet five days a week and then, you know, take a shower and then they're fit. <laughs> like, they, don't, wow. they, don't, they don't really need to do anything. But for the most part, um, a lot of the models, um, male and female that I work with, you know, we have, um, we always have our, uh, our preparation diets for, like, big shoots and stuff, very high-protein, um, staying away from alcohol is a big thing. Uh, um, no, uh, um, carbs, I mean, I mean, it's like give and take. It depends on, on what kind of fitness regimen you do. I do a very high cardio, very intensive regimen, so I, I include carbs in my diet, um, but in, in uh, uh, just very controlled portions. But mostly it's a lot of high-protein, low-carb, low-sugar diets, but alcohol is, is a big thing. That's why a lot of, um, a lot of uh, working... Uh, models, um, you probably won't see them drink. Like, if we go to any events, especially when I host, um, I don't drink. Like, I'll have a drink in my hand, but, you know, I'm not actually drinking it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I'm like, really? That's that's strange, because I always see models with drinks in their hands, and I'm I'm wondering, okay, they don't drink. Okay. Yeah, well, and um, at the end of the day, it's, it's work. I mean, I know plenty of models. I mean, they're able to, you know, they drink socially and, you know, they're, they're you know, they do their thing. But as a lifestyle choice um, to limit my drinking and also, you know, because for a lot of um, hosting gigs or, you know, or the like, I'll drive from far and I'm probably not staying in the area. So don't want to risk, um, don't want to risk any, uh, any DUIs or anything like that, but mostly because alcohol, you know, it naturally has a lot of sugars and everything, and, mm-hmm. you know, after, I know all of us, after a long night of drinking, all you want to do is just eat something, so there's the late night eating, so cutting out alcohol is a huge, huge, um, huge thing to, uh, to maintain a diet, especially if you're, um, especially if you're a full-time working model. And do people know this outside of, uh, outside of the industry? Do they know that this is, it's for show? When they're at the club and they're all happy looking and they've got their martinis or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But I mean, you know, 
everyone still has fun anyways, but it's I've noticed definitely the difference when I'm holding a drink in my hand and, you know, when I'm not holding a drink. Like, I've, I've kind of just on my own kind of tested this um, social theory I had. I talked to people holding a water bottle and they all ask, why aren't you drinking? Let's go take shots. What are you doing? Stop being a grandma, you know? And then when I have, when I'm just babysitting a drink in my hand, no questions. It's it's just, you know, up for, you know, regular conversation. Oh, how are you doing? What's your next gig? It's very interesting. Very interesting. People get very uncomfortable, actually, if they don't feel like you're drinking alcohol with them. So a lot of times, and a lot of other friends I know in the industry, not just models, um, you know, people actually work in the nightclubs and such, they'll be nursing, you know, uh, they'll be nursing what looks like, you know, maybe like a Jack, uh, Jack and Coke, and it's really just Coke with a lime in it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very interesting, people's, uh, people's perceptions of you when they feel like you're drinking with them or not. Yeah, just wait till they come back with their beer bellies, and then you'll be the one talking with your water. <laughs> so, I, you do do Muay Thai. Yes, I do do Muay Thai. Um, I was introduced to it by my trainer um, that I see every now and then, and um, and I love it. It's very high energy, high cardio. It's a great workout. So, um, keeps my workout fun because a lot of the time we do... Uh, Circuit, uh, circuit training, which is, um, oh my gosh, it's like definitely a high, high intensity, full body workout. So he'll throw in my tie in there just to kind of keep me entertained because I get to kick things. <laughs> I get to <laughs> kick and hit things. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think for most human beings, that's like the ultimate goal, you know, when you're. <laughs> right, well, yeah, you get to let out that, uh, any frustrations. <laughs> I wish I could do the same and. Will we be seeing you anytime competing? Or is that, or do you no. just... No. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. That'd be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll leave that, I'll leave that to, to the professionals. I just like to do it for fun. And I hear it's a, I hear it's a great fitness regimen. It gets you totally in shape. It gets you mentally yeah. in shape. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it get you spiritually in shape? Do you meditate before you go about your training regimen? Uh, well, yeah, it's just overall, I, I would say yes, overall, it's a great workout, you know, you get to work out, work out all the tensions and stuff, and also my trainer, he's very, um, he, uh, he's been practicing Muay Thai for 12 years, actually went to Thailand and studied it more intensely there, and yes, there's a very, there's a spiritual, you know, connection there with the training and, you know, and being able to think about it as a um, as a fitness and it is, you know in many ways a defense technique um, rather than rather than something uh, rather than an aggressive um, aggressive style of uh, of martial arts. And I would agree. I w- I would say the same thing. And that's I mean, it, which is funny because they call it martial arts, which is almost an oxymoron. But mm-hmm. hey, you know, so. I'd like to say that fitness is, is pretty closely tied to medicine in the sense that, you know, being healthy and fit can make you feel great, confident, and in control. So the same goes for modeling, in my opinion. Um, but do you feel yourself that modeling has given you a confidence that you wouldn't have otherwise obtained? I know we went over this already. Um, 
And but here's uh, here's another question. Do you also think modeling can empower women? Because many have found the opposite to be true. Well, yes and no. Mo- modeling, as far as building my confidence level, it's to me it's um, modeling to me is like is like performing. Like I'm in front of an audience, whether or not at one point in time it's only me and a photographer and a makeup artist. You know. People see my pictures everywhere. People see, you know, my music videos. People, you know, people see my video blogs. So a lot of the times I'll get really good feedback. People who enjoy my work and enjoy seeing it, you know, I get, you know, wonderful compliments. I have some very supportive, you know, friends and family and and now fans, which is amazing. And, you know, I always get... um, I'm always happy to get the positive and the negative feedback as well from them. But on the opposite side, you know, I, I've had I've had quite a lot of very rude and um, and vulgar, you know, mm-hmm. comments or, you know, I mean, just just people who, I mean, sometimes it's very shocking. Like I'll get some, I'll get messages. I'll get messages online or you know, people who find my my booking emails or anything that will. Send me some very um some very harsh some very harsh messages of, you know including including messages suggesting you know suggesting that I you know kill myself I mean some people are just really 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 mean sometimes wow. so yeah I mean it's just it's empowering definitely like I can't let that stuff bother me I know and plenty of girls that I know and men that I work with all the time you know we get those all the time. But it's only empowering if we choose to rise above it and continue doing what we're doing because on the opposite side of things, you know, we have a great, you know, great supportive fan bases. And, you know, we're just going to keep on doing what we're doing as long as we're having fun, you know. But it definitely, definitely being, um, being in a public position, it brings out a lot of the, um, brings out a lot of, you know, the negative people from the woodworks, people who feel very confident saying these things over the internet. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it is empowering, but, um, but you, you have to also be ready to, <laughs> be ready to accept uh, the fact that you're going to be getting some, um, some comments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's shocking at times that, you know, I just keep on doing what I'm doing. As long as I'm having fun, I'm going to continue doing it. So. Lux, I mean, there's always those kinds of people. It's just the politics of things. And you'll find it in any industry you go into. It's not just oh, entertainment. Really? Oh, yeah. And, um, I mean, if you're having fun and uh, you're happy and you're getting a lot of positive feedback, from, I mean, I, I'm a fan of yours. That's that's one more fan of yours. <laughs> um, I think that's great. I mean, I've come to the conclusion after nine, 19 years of living um, kind of sad because it took me 19 years to get this, but yeah, just I think being happy is the ultimate goal for for, oh, for yeah. people. Yeah, absolutely. This is great. I mean, keep doing what you're doing, Lux. Um, but yeah, this I just want to end with a, another question. Do you plan to continue modeling, acting for the rest of your adult career, or do you envision yourself doing something? I don't want to say bigger because that belittles acting and modeling, but beyond the scope, I should say, of acting and modeling such as, I mean, being part of a philanthropic cause or, you know, mm-hmm. 
I'm just imagining you like going to South Africa and like building homes and, and churches for for little kids in Sudan or something. <laughs> well, that I mean that could very well, that could very well be in my future. Um, I really enjoy actually doing a lot of behind the scenes work. You know, I really like um, I really mm-hmm. like doing the marketing and um, management. Um, I actually managed a group of models for a while, so I think in the future when um, you know, if I'm yearning for change or wanting to try um, try something more challenging, I'd love to get into management and um, maybe have my own agency. That might be a possibility in the future, but I do like doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, so I think in the future, um, maybe working in production, um, you know, in entertainment, anywhere on music videos or movies or anything like that, that would be definitely something I'd like to try out if, um, you know, the modeling and acting um, and promoting my own brand, it's, you know, it's not fun anymore if I get bored. <laughs> so that's that might be something to consider in the future. Behind the scenes work, that's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Lux, it was a pleasure talking to you this morning. And we learned a little bit about you. And, yeah, I mean, you've given us a really different perspective. I was, I came in with the, with, you know, with mental blocks <laughs> thinking about what you would say, and then I'm kind of I'm kind of blown away, which it's just really cool. It happens on a daily basis, and it it's it can only be a good thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and um, yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. It's it's been really yeah, been a pleasure. I hope you just hoping to see you on Dancing with the Stars soon. So oh, we'll see. <laughs> that would be awesome, but <laughs> it might take a while. <laughs> Great. Well, Lux, take care, and I hope your career blooms and takes off. Oh, thank you so much. You have a great day. Thank you. Have fun. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. That was Luxie Boo. Rising. Model. Actor. And, yeah, she's very fun to talk to. So until next week, we have ZBZ coming up next with Our Digital Future. So thank you for listening.